0: Section twenty six of the Natural History, Volume Five. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Natural History, Volume Five by Pliny the Elder, Translated by John Bostock and Henry Thomas Riley. Section twenty six, Book Twenty Five, Chapters Seventy Five to Ninety. Chapter Seventy Five The Telephonin, or Scorpio, One Remedy the telephonon is a plant known as the scorpio to some from the peculiar form of its roots the very touch of which kills the scorpion hence it is that it is taken in drink for stings inflicted by those reptiles if a dead scorpion is rubbed with white hellebore it will come to life they say the telephonon is fatal to all quadrupeds on the application of the root to the genitals the leaf too which bears a resemblance to that of cyclaminus is productive of a similar effect in the course of the same day. It is a jointed plant, and is found growing in umbrageous localities. Juice of betony or of plantago is a preservative against the venom of the scorpion. Chapter 76 The Phrinian, Nurus or Potarian, One Remedy Frogs, too, have their venom, the bramble frog in particular, and I myself have seen the sily in their exhibitions, irritate them by placing them upon flat vessels made red-hot, their bite being fatal, more instantaneously than the sting even of the asp. One remedy for their poison is the Phrynian, taken in wine, which has also the additional names of neuras and potarian. It bears a small flower, and has numerous fibrous roots with an agreeable smell. CHAPTER 77 THE ELISMA, DAMISONIAN, OR Lyrin SEVENTEEN REMEDIES Similar too are the properties of the olisma, known to some persons as the damasonian and as the lyran to others. The leaves of it would be exactly those of the plantago, were it not that they are narrower, more jagged at the edges, and bent downwards in a greater degree. In other respects, they present the same veined appearance as those of the plantago. This plant has a single stem, slender, a cubit in height, and terminated by a spreading head. The roots of it are numerous, thin like those of black hellebore, acrid, unctuous, and odoriferous. It is found growing in watery localities. There is another kind also which grows in the woods of a more swarthy color, and with larger leaves. The root of them both is used for injuries inflicted by frogs and by the sea hare, in doses of one drachma taken in wine. Cyclaminus II is an antidote for injuries inflicted by the sea hare. The bite of the mad dog has certain venomous properties, as an antidote to which we have the Cynorhodus, of which we have spoken elsewhere already. The Plantago is useful for the bites of all kinds of animals, either taken in drink or applied topically to the part affected. Bettany is taken on similar occasions, and old wine unmixed. CHAPTER 78 PERISTERIUS, SIX REMEDIES the name of Peristeris is given to a plant with a tall stem covered with leaves and throwing out other stems from the top it is much sought by pigeons to which circumstance it owes its name dogs will never bark they say at persons who have this plant about them chapter seventy nine remedies against certain poisons closely approaching in their nature to these various kinds of poisons are those which have been devised by men for his own destruction in the number of antidotes to all these artificial poisons as well as to the spells of sorcery the very first place must be accorded to the moly of homer next to which come the mithridatia scordates and centauri the seed of betany carries off all kinds of noxious substances by stool being taken for the purpose in honeyed wine or raisin wine or else pulverized and taken in doses of one drachma in four sciathe of old wine. In this last case, however, the patient must bring it off the stomach by vomit, and then repeat the dose. Persons who accustom themselves to take this plant daily will never experience any injury, they say, from substances of a poisonous nature. When a person has taken poison, one most powerful remedy is aristolochia, taken in the same proportions as those used for injuries inflicted by serpents. The juice, too, of sycifoil is given for a similar purpose, and in both cases, after the patient has vomited, agaric is administered, in doses of one denarius in three sciathi of hydromel. CHAPTER 80 THE ANTERINUM, ANARININ, OR lichnis AGRIA, THREE REMEDIES The name Antarenin, or Anarenin, is given to the Lichnus agria, a plant which resembles flax in appearance, is destitute of root, has a flower like that of the hyacinth, and a seed similar in form to the muzzle of a calf. According to what the magicians say, persons who rub themselves with this plant improve their personal appearance thereby, and they may insure themselves against all noxious substances and poisons by wearing it as a bracelet chapter eighty-one eucleia one remedy the same is the case too with the plant to which they give the name of eucleia and which they tell us rubbed upon the person will insure a more extended consideration they say too that if a person carries artemisia about him he will be insured against all noxious drugs the attacks of wild beasts of every kind and sunstroke even this last plant is taken also in wine in cases of poisoning by opium. Used as an amulet or taken in drink, it is said to be particularly efficacious for injuries inflicted by frogs. Chapter 82 The Pericarpum Two Varieties of it, Two Remedies The Pericarpum is a kind of bulbous plant. There are two varieties of it, one with a red outer coat, and the other, similar in appearance to the black poppy, and possessed of greater virtues than the first. They are both, however, of a warming nature, for which reason they are administered to persons who have taken hemlock, a poison for which frankincense and panaceas are used, Chironian in particular. This last, too, is given in the cases of poisoning by fungi. Chapter 83 Remedies for Diseases of the Head Nymphaea Heraclea, Two Remedies But we shall now proceed to point out the various classes of remedies for the several parts of the body and the maladies to which those parts are subject, beginning, in the first place, with the head. The root of Nymphia heraclea effects the cure of alopecia if they are beaten up together and applied. The polythryx differs from the calitricus in having white, rush-like suckers, larger leaves and more numerous. The main stem, too, is larger. This plant strengthens the hair, prevents it from falling off, and makes it grow more thickly. Chapter 84 The Lingalaka One Remedy The same is the case to which the Lingalaka, a plant that grows in the vicinity of springs, and the root of which is reduced to ashes and beaten up with hogs' lard. Due care must be taken, however, that it is the lard of a female, of a black color, and one that has never farrowed. The application is rendered additionally efficacious if the ointment is applied in the sun, root too of cyclaminus is employed in the same manner for a similar purpose a decoction of root of hellebore in oil or in water is used for the removal of Perigo. for the cure of headache root of all kinds of panaces is used beaten up in oil as also aristolochia and iberis thus last being applied to the head for an hour or more if the patient can bear it so long care being taken to bathe in the meanwhile The docus, too, is curative of headache. Cyclaminus introduced into the nostrils with honey clears the head. Used in the form of a liniment, it heals ulcers of the head. Peristerius also is curative of diseases of the head. CHAPTER 85 THE CACALIA OR leontice. THREE REMEDIES The name of Cacalia, or leontice is given to a plant with seed resembling small pearls in appearance, and hanging down between large leaves. It is mostly found upon mountains. Fifteen grains of this seed are macerated in oil, and the head is rubbed with the mixture, the contrary way to the hair. Chapter 86 The Calitricus, One Remedy A sternutatory, too, is prepared from the calitricus. The leaves of this plant are similar to those of the lentil, and the stems resemble fine rushes. The root is very diminutive, it grows in shady moist localities and has a burning taste in the mouth chapter eighty seven hyssop ten remedies hyssop beaten up in oil is curative of thyriasis and prurigo of the head the best hyssop is that of mount taurus in cilicia next to which in quality is the produce of pamphylia and smyrna this plant is injurious to the stomach taken with figs it produces all vine evacuations, and used in combination with honey, it acts as an emetic. It is generally thought that, beaten up with honey, salt, and cumin, it is curative of the stings of serpents. Chapter 88 The Lonchitis, Four Remedies The Lonchitis is not, as most writers have imagined, the same plant as the Ziphian or Phasgenian, although the seed of it does bear a resemblance to the point of a spear. The lonchitis, in fact, has leaves like those of the leek, of a reddish color near the root, and more numerous there than on the upper part of the stem. It bears diminutive heads which are very similar to our masks of comedy, and from which a small tongue protrudes. The roots of it are remarkably long. It grows in thirsty, arid soils. CHAPTER 89 THE Ziphian OR PHESGANIAN FOR REMEDIES the Ziphian, or Phasganian, on the other hand, is found growing in humid localities. On first leaving the ground, it has the appearance of a sword. The stem of it is two cubits in length, and the root is fringed like a hazelnut. This root should always be taken up before harvest, and dried in the shade. The upper part of it, pounded with frankincense and mixed with an equal quantity of wine, extracts fractured bones of the cranium, purulent matter in all parts of the body, and bones of serpents, when accidentally trodden upon. It is very efficacious, too, for poisons. In cases of headache, the head should be rubbed with hellebore, boiled and beaten up in olive oil, or oil of roses, or else with pucidanum steeped in olive oil or rose oil and vinegar. This last plant, made lukewarm, is very good also for hemicrania and vertigo. It being of a heating nature, the body is rubbed with the root as a sudorific. Chapter ninety Cillian Cinoides, Crystallian, Cisalican, or Cynomia sixteen remedies Thrysilinum, one remedy. Cilian, cynoides, CRYSTALLIAN, cicillion, or synomia, has a slender root, of which no use is made, and numerous thin branches with seeds resembling those of the bean at the extremities. The leaves of it are not unlike a dog's head in shape, and the seed which is enclosed in berries bears a resemblance to a flea whence its name Cilian. this plant is generally found growing in vineyards is of a cooling nature and is extremely efficacious as a dispellant. the seed of it is the part made use of for headache it is applied to the forehead and temples with rose oil and vinegar or else with oxycrate it is used as a liniment for other purposes also Mixed in the proportion of one acetabulum to one sextarius of water, it is left to coagulate and thicken, after which it is beaten up, and the thick solution is used as a liniment for all kinds of pains, abscesses, and inflammations. Aristolochia is used as a remedy for wounds in the head. It has a property, too, of extracting fractured bones, not only from other parts of the body, but the cranium in particular. The same, too, with Plistolochia. Thrysillinum is a plant not unlike parsley. The root of it, eaten, carries off pituitous humours from the head. End of section 26